Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Long Cat Media presents Madam Magenta, Sonos Mystica. Uh, uh, chapter 2. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome back to Chapter 2 of Magenta is the Warmest Colour by I, Madam Magenta. If you haven't listened to the first one, well, why not? Why are you starting with this one? Who starts a book on the second chapter? I'll tell you who. The same people who stockpiled toilet roll for a respiratory infection. So go on, go back and listen to the first chapter and wash your ass for crying out loud. <sighs> I'm cross now. All right, let's get on with it. Oh, and if you're playing Drink Along with Magenta, today's cocktail is called the Cut Price Corona Special. It's a bottle of Corona mixed with a second bottle of Corona. And let me tell you, the sort of people who stockpile toilet roll and start a book on the second chapter also avoid beer because it shares its name with a virus. I bet they have Live, Laugh, Love on their walls too. Let's see them live, laugh, love through this shit show. (sighs) Cross again. Do you think I've alienated enough people, Bernard? Uh, I'd say so, yes. Yes, right, all right. It's probably time to begin. All right, here we go. Chapter two, my lovely audience. Here we are, here we are. Right. Him. <coughs> Musical flourish. Good. Ghosts, eh? Last Halloween, my 16-year-old daughter, Lindsay, went to a party as a ghost. Or rather, a sexy ghost. Ghosts aren't sexy, I said. They don't have bodies for a start, and that's rather a prerequisite of sexiness. And what the hell is that supposed to be on your skirt, I shrieked. Ectoplasm, she said. I glared at her, but for once she looked baffled rather than defensive. What? I'm a ghost. It's ectoplasm. Sometimes I forget how innocent she still is. I made her sponge it off all the same, and then I told her the kind of joke she could expect if she walked into a party with ectoplasm on her skirt. It was probably wrong to feel satisfied when she turned white with the imagined humiliation. But hey-ho, shows that mummy is not such a clueless goober after all. Anyway, I saw my first real ghost when I was 13. And I saw my first angel around the same time. Something to do with hormones, maybe, as if puberty isn't hard enough. I have no idea who gets to be a ghost and who doesn't, but I'll tell you this. They're bloody pointless. As for angels, they all look roughly the same. Is that racist, Bernard? Uh, I, I don't it's think so. It's about angels. I, 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 I think that's all. Are they a race or a species? Well, we're, we're, we're all angels, aren't we? What What kind of New Age bullshit is that? Well, we'll, we'll all become angels. We're all angels? No, well, we're not. God created all the angels at the beginning or something, remember? And then he chucked one of them down below, Lucifer. Oh, yes, that's right. And then, then he, he created us completely separate. That's like saying we're all aardvarks or something. But, 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 oh, shut up, Bernard. Right, all right, let's keep going. Ahem. As for angels, they only speak the language of the heavens. You might have heard this language, or an approximation of it, if you frequent an alpha course or one of the more excitable churches. If you do, you have no doubt had to sit there politely while a lady in a cardigan suddenly drops a custard cream and starts making a noise like someone gargling soap through a loud hailer. 
This is known as talking in tongues. How French. It's as bad as when someone gets an acoustic guitar out at a party. Everyone is forced to stop their conversations and smile wanely while waiting for the attention-seeking twat to shut the hell up. Did you ever do that, Bernard? I know you like to... Uh, well, well, I have been known to, to, to yes. crack the guitar. Before, I mean, I wouldn't let you do it, obviously. Not that we have many parties. We're desperately antisocial, even without a lockdown. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. <clears throat> Once Mrs. Cardigan has recovered from her heavenly attack, she then claims the Holy Ghost has come unto her. Sounds rude, if you ask me. Most of them are faking, of course. It's because they're competing with their peers in the holier-than-thou Christianity Olympics. But it's entirely possible that some of them are genuine. I say this as someone who has actually heard an angel speak and so knows what it sounds like. There they stand, fiery, winged, majestic, gargling at you with complete disregard for the fact you can't understand a bloody word they're saying. Learn English, I shout at them, but they never even attempt it. Is that right? That sounds racist as well. Uh, that probably is a bit racist, that one, yes. Oh, I, I mean, don't they have something like the, a Tower of Babel that they can trans... Like, it's like a universal translator that translates what they're talking about. But a sort of an iPhone app or something. Yes! I mean, if they're that advanced, and I think they're supposed to be, why don't they have an app? Oh, here we go. They just gargle louder and slower with more hand gestures, and then they have the cheek to get exasperated when you don't understand, flying away, muttering to themselves and casting surly glances behind them. Ignorant bastards. I also have a ghost as a spirit guide. It's not my non-existent conjoined twin from the first chapter, which you should have listened to, obviously. No, it's a 23-year-old Australian surfer called Todd. He's not so much a guide as an adopted son who I suspect is never, ever going to grow up or move out. He turned up in 1992. Why me, Todd? Wouldn't you prefer to hang out with people your own age? Why'd you feel compelled to hang around here? Wouldn't you like to pass on? I plead, wishing he'd bugger off or at least explain what he's doing in my house. But Todd always just shrugs or talks rubbish when I ask him anything that might result in an interesting, useful answer. They all do. For instance, this was my first conversation with a ghost, aged 13. Me, terrified, overawed. Why are you here, oh spirit? Spirit, can you tell me why you're here? See, I'm doing the name thing from chapter one again. You won't understand what I'm talking about if you haven't listened to chapter... Go back and listen to chapter one. Anyway. Ghost. Female, hollow-eyed, voice like a drawn-out sigh. Have you seen my shawl? Me. Um, no, sorry. I can't find it anywhere. Ooh. Where did you last leave it? Not sure. In the attic? Oh... Hang on, it's round my shoulders. The silly me. Yeah, so it is. <laughs> so, um, how come you're a ghost? Tell me, oh spirit, if you don't mind me asking. Can't believe I didn't realise I was wearing it. Round my shoulders the whole time. Yes, so what's it like being a ghost? Forget my head next. Really? Can you do that? Detach your head? What are you talking about? <sighs> Never mind. Have you seen my gloves? They're on your hands! See, do you see what I mean? That was a dramatic recreation. What do you think? Well, it sounds infuriating. Would it, would it be better if you played the part of the ghost? I mean, I could do that if you prefer. Hmm. I don't know. Let's hear your long, drawn-out sigh of a voice. Go on. Say, I can't find my gloves. 
I can't find my gloves. No. All right, let's keep going. Not once has a ghost told me anything of use, either practically or existentially. It's like extracting information from a politician. And just like politicians, they're never the type of individuals you'd actually want to be in that position. Joe Punter regularly asks me to contact Elvis, or their beloved grandmother, or just anyone willing to spill the beans about the other side. Nope, sorry, can't do that. I get what I'm given. Dead people are shit. But try explaining that to the recently bereaved, the grief-stricken, the obsessive fan. They wouldn't want to hear it, nor would they believe me. Consequently, I steer clear of that scene altogether, because to have any kind of success, I'd have to fake it. I don't mind faking 99.9% of what I do, because after all, most jobs involve lying your ass off, don't they? But I won't do the medium thing. I have my limits. But I just can't express how ruddy frustrating this situation is, because being able to talk to some of the dead is an extremely rare skill that I genuinely possess, and I should be earning an absolute bloody mint out of it. And yet I can't, because the sodding spirits are a bunch of useless burks, and consequently, I have to fart ass around with cards and runes and stinking overpriced candles just to earn a crust, and I tell you what, it makes me livid! Still... Better than working in an office. It's the end of chapter two. How long was that one? Uh, I, I, I'm not quite sure. About about ten minutes, I think. Ten minutes. Oh, God, maybe I'll have to do another chapter. What do you think? Let's have a break. I need a piss. And then I'll come back to it and we'll think about it. Madame Magenta was created and performed by Lindsay Sharman, with Lawrence Owen as Bernard. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. Artwork was by Claire Lafarge. You can follow Madame Magenta on Twitter at Madame Magenta UK. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by going to coffee.com forward slash longcatmedia. That's ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. For more information about this podcast, as well as our flagship drama series, Mockery Manor, please visit longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson, Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>